0: To FB1, you're here with Martinez and Paul. And like the past two podcasts or so, how have you been, bud?
1: I don't know. My life has been a mess, really, over the past two weeks. So's mine. So, so certain, certain events that have been happening in my life. This lockdown thing is just depressing, to be fair. Like um. our, I like our, our last like I, I two episodes.
0: <laughs> yeah. Our last two episodes have been fucked. And to be fair, I can't lie to you. I am fucking miserable. (laughs) I am a very miserable sod right now. Spill the tea. Spill the tea. Well, it comes from a very deep place in a way. But like, you know how there's something I'm really fed up about. Really, really fed up with. How like, when people say, when people keep telling me, Oh, you're such a nice guy. Or the classic of of um. Oh, you're such a nice guy. How did you get anyone? I'm like, hold on, hold on, hold on. Just because I choose to be genuinely caring doesn't mean I ha- I don't have stakes in this game. <laughs> doesn't mean I'm not trying to play my own cards. But... That
1: oh that oh you're such a nice guy quote screams friends on
0: or worse the worst one if a female calls you hun, like I swear to God. That one is the ins. That one is like an insult. That's the most backhanded compliment I'll ever get in my life. Oh God. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, if it's from like an old, like, if it's from someone you like, you can expect that from. But it's from a girl you actually have, like, you actually want to see where things go with, or you're trying to like make your move on. The moment you get a hun or an unwarranted babe, you, are, you count yourself as best friend. <laughs> just, just call yourself as best friend.
1: I treat a- you like a friend.
0: Oh <laughs> but um
1: You're such nah, a nice guy. Why why don't you have a girlfriend?
0: what the fuck do you think? <laughs> I'm obviously like, like what who do you think I'm going for? Like you're saying I'm such a nice guy. Who do you think I'm going
1: for? You're just ruining
0: it. You're ruining it. <laughs> yes, I get that. I fucking get that. Oh man. But, yeah, no, in all seriousness, like, I'm generally very miserable because of this lockdown. Like, lockdown has fucked me up so nicely because it's everything, like, Manchester's going into tier three lockdown now. Liverpool was one of the first to go in. And to be very honest...
1: Lancaster is in tier three lockdown.
0: Yeah, okay, Lancaster as well. And it's just kind of got me thinking, we are going to be next and we are, like... Let's think now.
1: Leeds is next. Bradford okay, is good. next. Sheffield might be next.
0: Nah, Bradford. If, like, if,
1: they, if they are getting into fear fa- free lockdown, we're up next, innit?
0: Yeah, we're basically up next. I can't lie. And I, it's just going to make me so fucking miserable. Like, I'm actually just going to feel like, what do I do now? Because <laughs> like, it doesn't help. On the social front, I'm getting nowhere. And I've been mad depressed, been like deep deep into my life.
1: Who dares to call? Especially during this time.
0: My mother, she doesn't know I do this podcast at this time. Oh. <laughs> oh no 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 she... no 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 don't worry don't worry. Look she like. Huh? Whoa! I got four messages. What the hell? <laughs> oh god damn it! I missed a group call apparently. Good lord. Pause.
1: Okay pause pause. pause. Oh three, two, one, yell.
0: Well. SARS is getting a lot worse. Why is Actually, that? Well, um, that was the um, internet. They have um decided to um remove security cameras from um the from the toll ga- from the toll gates, right? And these toll gates allow you to go from like these toll gates like kind of separate different parts of Lagos, and one of those toll gates is obviously like relatively close to where my house, like where I live out there. Yeah. yeah. And they're currently just shooting people in these toll gates. The police that is are shooting people in these toll gates. So it's oh, terrifying. Fuck and I have, yeah. family member that, I have family members that are over there now and it's. It's, so <sighs> it's not good. It's quite fucking it's terrifying.
1: Fucking, it's fu- fucking terrible to hear that. Generally sorry to hear that
0: no yeah it's, it's okay like my the people i know my family that i know of that are there are safe as far as i know
1: and that but, that's, that's what that's what that's what it's fuck about. man
0: this is crazy like how the fuck are we how the fuck are we in 20 flipping 20 and we're dealing with brutality of people that look the same black people on black people in africa It's
1: difficult to actually explain, really, what is happening. It's It's, fucking painful. It's it's 2020. We're still dealing with, like, racism. We're still dealing with homophobia of all all phobias. We're still dealing with police brutality, especially against young people. It's just... Life is crazy.
0: We're really dealing with shit that shouldn't be such a big issue. It should not, in theory, be such a big issue after so many fucking years. But it's painful. But, anyways... Oh, man. Like, this adds on to everything else. It's just making everything that much more miserable. So Life,
1: life has just become a really depressing place to be, isn't it? And
0: like, the deep thing is, I deep it. How 2020, before this pandemic, before we went into full lockdown, it was shaping up to be something so lit. It was so, shit. Yes. Oh, man. What could have been? What fucking could have been? Like... 2020 should have been such a lit year because more like the start of 2020 we're in first year we're living our best lives more or less and like we're having fun we're chilling and just you know it's all the optimism all the hopes since it's the new decade and you know we'll actually be adults in this decade and all that shit and you put all your goals in front telling you and telling yourself what you want to accomplish and now with this lockdown we've seen the worst of humanity we've genuinely seen people come from all types of background or people we rely on to be leaders just not give a fuck about people who can't actually do anything for themselves people who legitimately have no means to protect themselves during this pandemic people that have no real ability to maneuver in such a way that they can live a comfortable life on furlough and things like that and industries whole industries practically being killed by the government and by the way you're
1: you're talking about the conservative government imagine if if it was labor government who are up for the working class
0: people yeah i mean maybe that would have helped but let's be very real like i'm not saying this based on politics i'm saying this on a human level how the fuck are you not protecting people in a pandemic that no one had control over how are you picking and choosing who to protect? When in reality, you should have some kind of base level cover for everyone. And I get it. Yes, some of this is your own people's fault. There are people not using common sense, not following guidelines, taking risks. Yes, there are many people doing that. And people do that every day. And, but I'm convinced at this point, some of the people who go out here and like do things or like go to see other people, it's genuinely because it's taxing on our mental health when every, when literally everything is uncertain.
1: Like, genuinely, pe- like, this uncertainty brings so much anxiety, like, it's just crazy to like, think
0: about it. I swear to God, people are legit breaking lockdown rules, just, like, not even to party or anything like that, for the most part. Like, the people I genuinely feel for, because I feel a very similar way, are the people who literally need to go and see, like, break lockdown rules, to go to someone's house, to genuinely just feel that sense of comfort. Because right now, Obviously, me and you are in accommodations, right? But I'm very fortunate to have my flatmate. Sadly, she's now gone home for a few days. Shout out, Scarlett. But um, we both said, we sat in the kitchen and we both said, if we didn't like each other, we'd be screwed. Because we technically not be able to see anyone else. And it's like, we're going to be depressed. So that means now...
1: um, It's just the opposite of my situation where my roommates clearly don't like me.
0: Yeah, like... <laughs> you you live with roommates you don't like and i can't imagine what that's what that what that's doing to your mental health i can't imagine because for me now to only have one person i really fuck with and one person who really is like there for me kind of thing is really tough because there's other people i really want to go and see like not even to party or to drink just genuinely to have other people around to have that feeling of comfort that s- small feeling of normality like, I don't give a fuck about season socials. I don't give a fuck about, like, restaurants being open till 10. I don't care. I it's genu-
1: generally... genuinely, like, speaking about it, it, it is just weird to see people... At, basically, yeah, I, I just came back from 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 job, really, and I saw bad people at 6 o'clock where I, I used to never see them, like, properly dressed up.
0: Oh yeah. maybe like
1: at ten o'clock, it's a weird time
0: to be. It's awesome. weird seeing like people planning their nights out to end at ten, but that's not even my point. Like I genuinely just want to have like people around again, like just to chill with people again, and not be this fucking big thing.
1: I mean, like, you live three minutes away from me, and we can meet outside. So clearly
0: hypothetically, but realistically, we like, bro. I want to be able to do this podcast in the fucking study rooms. That was the plan for this, all this shit originally. This whole new energy, new title, all the rest of it, was to like be able to do this in person in the hopes we'd be able to do this in person, but we can't. Like I'm not saying this cause I want a night out. Although I miss nights out where we see each other like what in one random club, like five camels, somewhere else and be like, yo, what's up? I genuinely just miss chilling with people. Like people outside of the fucking bubble that I'm in now. And it's depressing as fucking hell. And to be fair, there was a kid in Manchester. I say kid. There was a student in Manchester who committed suicide in one of the student accommodations, and their parents cited a lack of support and the drain of the mental health caused by lockdown as one of some of the main reasons for his.
1: Um, like, I feel like genuinely, in the UK, I mean, genuinely in the UK, like the government doesn't like really put emphasis on the mental health issues, especially with regards to students who would deal with this on a day-to-day basis. Because, to be fair, though uni li- uni life can be really really draining for some people
0: uni is draining uni That's like much i love it and
1: especially I'm... especially last year for, for both of us
0: trust me
1: There's like i get it we're in first year happening. and we're lucky
0: it didn't count but add to that all the shit we had going on outside of the academic stuff and then add to that a very draining very demanding academic schedule fuck me man like Thankfully, we were in first year, because if, if we had I, if the same I, schedule I, now... If
1: I mentioned what happened, like, in January, in December, like, generally, you, you would call me, I don't know, fucking psycho, really. I won't mention it now, because it's not a time and a place for all this, but th- there was some stuff that generally, genuinely going behind the scenes where I was just miserable, really. And this lockdown, again, is just breaking all the barriers that I've been building to actually stay sane again. Yeah, man. It's just that's, mad. Like I don't painful. know. Rest in peace. Rest in peace to the student who committed suicide in Manchester. Condor, yeah, 100%. Like it's it's unpleasant to hear, especially when we know when when I can be in the same situation. Especially for me, it's difficult. My yeah. fa- my my whole family is basically in Lithuania. Mm. I, if you did, if you don't count my dad, I'm I'm alone in this country. Like, it's just, I mean. I mean, I put myself through all of this, but and on one case, like, I can't blame myself. But generally, like, it's just I, I miss home really. There were some events that had that has happened in my life, like in the span of one week, and it's just crazy. Like, I I don't know how sometimes, like, I don't know how to use this, but I'm trying my best to just just to stay
0: content, really. <laughs> yeah man that's what you can do and you know what's really fucked up like i've been going through shit my damn self i just keep it very quiet because i'm not someone who likes to use his trauma as something for attention or i say trauma i don't like i don't like using my ailing mental health during this time for attention because there's people around me that do that and i find that weird personally i can't fuck with someone who uses their trauma and like genuinely ho- horrible stuff that have happened to them as something to be laughed at, something to be turned into a joke, something to become the center of attention
1: I mean I ment- mental health can never be an object of black humor if
0: it you... should, It should never be but but I hate it when the people who go through these situations themselves now turn their trauma and make it into something that makes them the center of attention it I don't know why there's people maybe that's their coping mechanism, but for some like for me personally. It annoys me on a different level because, like, I'm going through shit my damn self. And it's kind of sad. It kind of really makes you start to think some real negative thoughts when you realize that, like, no one's popping up to check on you. Like, you haven't, granted, I don't show the most, like, the biggest signs of mental health. But it shouldn't get to the point where I'm, like, stuck in my room, like, eight days on end, malnourished. Like, it shouldn't get to an extreme point for someone just to check in on me. Like, I'm sorry, but it's really fucking rough. And it gets you really down really quickly when you realize there's very few people that would check in on you. And it, and it flashed, it got me to, like this whole lockdown's got me at some point in my, it's got me like at some real low points where it's had me thinking back to how I was when I was in secondary school, like when I really, really was struggling. And it was just, it's just hard to think these same thoughts again or have these same thoughts popping up in such a different scenario.
1: I fully feel you, cause like it's just, especially this lockdown it has been it has been incredibly difficult. And like, what I'm glad about is that I've seen or, like a lot of my people that I was hanging out with last year, basically posting about like if if the if you need any help with like mental health issues, just let me know. Like.
0: Yeah, yeah, like there's been people. It was,
1: cr- it was just so pleasant to see all of my mates who basically share, like, genuinely their support, really. Mm. So, and genuinely, like, it was just probably the nice, the nice, f- nice feeling to hear that you are not alone, really.
0: I get that, but man, there's some people out here that post that kind of shit, but never back it up. Like, never. You, like, I'm sorry, I might not be the most like, I'm I'm a, not I'm a, be the guy who posts about, what, supporting people on mental health day or whatever else, but I don't give a fuck if you like me, don't like me. I'm still going to ask, are you okay? Do you want to speak about it? Like, I'm still going to at least do that. So that way, you know, even if you just want to tell me to fuck off and how angry you are at the fucking world, I'd rather you at least get some of it out than you keep bottling all those feelings up. You know, it'd just be nice to have someone, do, like, do that for me for once, to be fair. And... You know what else like irks me on a different, this is still kind of sad, but on a different topic, kind of, when the support versus the congratulations, basically, where, you know, like we do this podcast, right? And last few episodes ain't been doing that great for different reasons. Maybe people don't watch podcasts, maybe like there's all sorts of reasons why, but point being, we've been doing this for about a year and people know, people very much know that we do this. Or at least on my end, it's one of the first things you'll find out about me.
1: Of course, like, uh, the but, same the same is with me, like, generally people asking, like, generally say, like, I, I know you're doing a podcast, like, keep doing what you're doing, but they don't back it up, they don't listen to it, like, they, they don't know what's about my content, trust. That, that what's about our content that we are producing.
0: Like, we put all this work in, and I'm not saying this to shade anyone or to make anyone feel particularly bad, but... When I see the same, like, the same people telling me to my face, "Well done, well done, keep doing it, I'll support it," but you don't. But then you see Oli Polly giveaway, you're first one to repost that. You see random makeup influencer that doesn't give a fuck about you, and no offense to makeup influencers, by the way, but like random people that you do, like, you know, don't genuinely care about you, or don't genuine, you don't genuinely have a connection to, and you're reposting their stuff, you're sharing their stuff, you're encouraging them, like. With statistics, not just with what. Like, I
1: mean, I mean, I don't know about you, but if I see some good content, I will always share. Like for course. example, for example, I shout out to Corey who actually put it puts in a lot of effort into his work. Like
0: yeah, shout out to Bosco. Live,
1: live streaming every single day, just playing FIFA, sharing our tips, he, because he's proper guy here. It. Mm. And it's just nice, ni- nice to see that he's doing well.
0: Yeah, like. I'd say, like even me, I have no interest in bloody makeup. I have zero interest in music. But I'm sorry if I know some people in my accommodation that hell, we might not be the closest of friends, but you're doing your thing, you're on your grind with this makeup thing or with this, with whatever you're doing. If I know it, if I know about it, I'm gonna share it. I'm gonna subscribe. I'm gonna like actively engage with your content. So even if I'm not actually interested in what it is you do, you can eventually find the right kind of people. And I will do that based on the fact that I know what this is. I know what you're going through because I'm doing the same thing with something I'm passionate about. It just sucks when that passion isn't rewarded. Well,
1: I mean, it may be a part of a process we need to come by. We need to go across. And I mean, it it is unavoidable because, I mean, both of us don't have the amount of following like some of the other, other podcasts do. But it's just something that we need to go over. And probably we will break the ice and we'll do some mad things.
0: Yeah, hopefully, hopefully. Because if I'm being very honest, the shit we have planned, like the stuff we had planned prior to this whole no visitors thing and like extreme lockdown measures or harsh it was a, lockdown. It
1: was on another level, really. We exactly. It's, it's, we had we so, so much shit planned. A, we could have lifted that podcast into a, I don't know.
0: And to be fair, we can still execute some of the stuff we want to do it's going to take a bit more planning.
1: course, cool. Yeah. We get that.
0: Like, I'll just give one of the examples out now. Like, for example, I can't, I currently have an account set up with, with like the podcast, with the podcast name, right? On Instagram. It has no content, has nothing posted to it. But what I hope to do with that was to like, if we couldn't do a full podcast or after a podcast, we'd go live on Instagram and we just chat to people. Or like, or like we'd, I don't know, get someone's live feedback on the podcast or someone who wants to say something or give us topic suggestions, just do it on an Instagram live. Like, hell, I know I'm not the most entertaining guy in the world, but when it comes to my fucking podcast, consider me Eddie Murphy, Kevin Hart. Like, I'll do whatever it takes.
1: I mean, I don't have anything to say, really. You just nailed it in my opinion.
0: Because... I really wanted to use this podcast to not only be like a platform for, I don't know, future employment, but I wanted it to be something that people could actually engage in. I didn't want to just go, go to uni, graduate, and then have nothing to show for it, really, outside of my degree, hopefully. Like, I wanted a legacy in a way. Like, I'm not saying I wanted to have a building named after me in uni, nothing crazy like that. I just wanted to be, like... 10, 20 years down the line, oh, I had a podcasting unit. People loved it. People liked it. I don't care if, if this thing doesn't reach crazy numbers. I want, like, I I would love to get a thousand views. I'd love to have, like, a few thousand followers, but I, I'm not asking to be crazy big and get, like, sponsorship off of this. I just want this podcast to be something that I can look back on and say I had, like, a relatively big audience and it it made me something it meant something to other people
1: I mean I get that because I feel the same way as you do like I want to make this podcast something to be proud of that yo we did it Yeah, something that no one else couldn't do
0: exactly we're two fucking guys studying journalism and we did this off our own backs like we made a whole fucking media platform off our own backs do you know how sick that was you know how sick that is to say it genuinely sounds sick oh fucking hell like not to make this podcast mad depressing for the third episode in a row it sounds depressing but as you can tell lockdown has gone to the two of us but man long story short to make this very long story less long be there for your friends and i mean it in the most genuine way possible don't just post it on social media. Be there for them. Talk, say hi. You don't know whether it's like the smallest hello or offering to go for drinks when you have a group of six thing going on or just like, I don't know. Even a fucking hand wave could go far for some people. Then point two, support your friends. I don't give a fuck if what they do is the dumbest content on YouTube. I don't care if they post fucking memes to Reddit. Support that shit. If you, if, if you have a... If they have a platform and you happen to follow them or have told them in the past or encouraging them in person, keep that same energy on the Internet. Keep that same energy statistically because you don't know what that will do for someone who's trying to create something. Like, even if you don't have an active like interest in what they post, just sharing it out to someone who might could do a lot for them. And I'm not saying this purely for us. I mean this for anyone who has a platform. I don't care if it's about fitness, memes, makeup. Hell, it could be a fucking OnlyFans for a like (laughs) hit. Support the damn thing. Imagine. It would be funny as hell, but... We are
1: supporting someone's OnlyFans. Well,
0: obviously, um, obviously I'm not going to support it financially, but shit, if you want to be supposed to, like, like, promote it for you, like, no problem. Use my platform. Just, you know... Don't try and get, don't try and ask me for like nine ninety nine a month <laughs> to see parts of you I shouldn't see. But okay. We're well, both skinned
1: anyways. So why but, the fuck would you pay nine ninety nine to see someone's some, someone's working?
0: Hey, even like even if it's not that, like just generally support this person. I don't care whether it's on YouTube, Instagram, Snapchat. I don't care whether they like to draw, whether they dance, whether they have anything. Just you don't know what one actual comment one actual like statistical engagement like a like a comment a share a save or whatever the hell it is that platform calls it you don't know what engagements do for people like obviously statistically it puts you in a better algorithm which gets your content to more people who like the kind of content you do but mentally for the actual creator it keeps them fucking going
1: trust me it really does
0: and look okay i'll pull up my phone now Like, I don't even, like, I obviously want this thing to be a success, but real quick, I want to shout out the 14 people who listened to our last episode as of this recording. The 11 people that listened to season two, episode three, Depression and Obsession, probably was a hard one to listen to. 11 people. Yeah, fully. 11 people. Oh, my. 11 people.
1: Bloody hell.
0: Oh, and then they can't, he couldn't handle the stallion. Fuck, sorry lanes, by the way. Like, 23 people, no copyright, 28 people, Black Lives Matter, 35 people. Thank you.
1: Legend. An absolute legend.
0: (sighs) Point being, for the second thing, as I keep, again, being long, support your fucking friends on their grind, because you never know what it could do for them, both statistically and the mental health of the creator. And firstly, or thirdly, sorry, care of this as well like remember that ooh, like remember that you have to be there for other people but you put yourself first too like bloody hell i'm usually not someone else to spend a whole lot of money but due to this fucking lockdown i was like i'm miserable i went out bought myself a pair of like nike air force the Nike air forces with the react film right and those motherfuckers are comfortable as hell it cost me a lot but i'm not complaining it made it you made, happy yes it made me feel fucking great so take care of yourself during this time because bloody hell we don't need any more young people fucking suffering more than we already are given the generation we live in and this pandemic like please do whatever it is that you need to do to be happy like go for a walk exercise talk make the like nicest meal you can i we, don't know
1: we could have made the podcast during the mental health awareness week i mean we're just a couple of weeks late but fuck it, yeah.
0: we move I mean, the past three episodes have basically been a clear deterioration in our mental health but... spur. <laughs> oh, my God. But yeah, point being, take care of yourself, support your fucking friends and actually be there for other people because you never know what all those three things can do can do for people. But you do at least you you do one of these three things for different people each day. I guarantee you, you'll feel better and you'll help those people elevate to new heights. If you take care of yourself by going to the gym or I don't know, by buying a nice t-shirt, you'll feel more comfortable. If you support, if you share that one friend who is doing singing or whatever, that's going to make them feel good. And if you're actually there for your friend who might be the quiet one in the room, might be the one who's always saying, I'm good. I'm fine. I'm this I'm that you've probably helped them more than you realize. Or Even if you're not going to ask them that explicitly, inviting them out, telling them, Oh, do you want to go for a walk? Doing small things like that really fucking helps. Just,
1: just do something that makes
0: other people happy. That the
1: exactly. the the moral of your rant basically is like this.
0: Yeah. Just keep yourself happy and make others happy in a, in in the best way possible.
1: Okay, moving on. Oh what man. Happened, what happened this week, properly?
0: Oh fuck what. <laughs> Fucking I mean, did happen in this there, week.
1: There, there's some stuff yesterday about. I don't know if, if you were invested into this, about Adam Van Besaka, a right back from Manchester United. <laughs> basically, he made Sway Lee's baby mama pregnant.
0: Oh, fuck. Oh, <laughs> fuck. Sway Lee is the real, real skinny guy who's the real skinny from, guy of Ray Shamud. Yeah yeah,
1: yeah. yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Oh, my God.
1: Tr- Firstly, Tr- how did that guy and ba- get ba- ghost? And basically, uh, my man said, the only thing I owe to you is a bus fare back to London. Uh, My man plays for Manchester United. And it's like 150,000 pounds per week. I'm just guessing the numbers. I don't know how much it is. But, bro, why the fuck would you tell a woman, the only thing I owe you is a bus fare back to London? I
0: have no fucking (laughs) clue. Celebrity. (laughs) Oh, no. There's one thing I want to talk about. Mr. Fifty Cent decided to
1: endorse um, the Trump. To, yeah. Yep. Oh my. <laughs> he doesn't God. want to pay
0: taxes. <laughs> I, I <laughs> laugh about it, but is this level of like stupidity that hurts black people beyond belief. Like, I'm sorry, but if you're gonna care more about your like your pockets than you as a black man in this country, I get it. You're fifty fucking cent. Then like, no, practically no one will actually do shit to you, but. You know, if you're gonna if you're gonna be one of the most influential black men and actively sway other black people who are far less fortunate than you to vote for a guy who doesn't give a fuck about them, you, my friend, are an idiot.
1: I mean, again, my man makes money off our boss uh, posthumous album, so clearly. Well, did, not... did you see what he uh, did? Did you see what Fifty and his label done? What? They basically, oh fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Just for the context, I fell out out of my chair. You're saying? Okay, so basically, yeah, the, uh, Lil Wayne remixed one of the Pop Smoke's songs from his album, which which also brings like to the point how to treat uh, artists who have released their music and died ever since for for fuck, fuck a lot a lot of times, like genuinely.
0: There's always some shit that happens to artists like, after their music. Because like, different people have hands in it, right? So, it's it's just mad what happens. Like, oh, the unreleased shit just suddenly gets remixed. You have random people they didn't actually fuck with jumping on their music. Like, it's just kind of fucked up. In other music news, Kendrick Lamar also said that he will never make or doesn't want to make another good kid mad sissy.
1: Because it's too corny
0: it would be corny. It, he has a point. Yeah,
1: he has, he a, has a point. Like I fully really get the point.
0: Because too many artists do this thing where they always try to recreate that one sound that made them pop off. And that's when it becomes corny. Because your one sound for that one time that got you on the map I mean, shouldn't no be the part- thing that becomes your career, because that's when it becomes stale. A real artist should be able to... Or not a real artist. Any artist should be able to be talented enough to try something new or try another thing that works for them, and it should still be successful. It might not be as successful, but the point being, as long as you can like try something new or keep bringing new stuff to the table, where and when you can, you always you'll have consistent fans. You might lose all the bandwagon fans, but you'll have you'll grow an actual fan base that will care about you. Ooh. And I'm glad someone like Kendrick Lamar even said this because the fact is he made Good Kid, M.A.D. City. That was uh, that was slap of the decade. That was like that is one of the best hip hop like pieces one of music. Of, one
1: of the best albums in the 21st century, in my opinion.
0: Yes, one of the best fucking albums of the 21st century. One of the best albums of all fucking time. And his point was. Why would you remake that? Why would you attempt if he attempted to redo that constantly, try to make another Good Kid, Mad City, but just slaps a different li- different cover on it? People are gonna notice that shit. Then he, his sound becomes stale. Like I'm not saying every single rapper has to be able to switch up their flow a thousand and one different ways, but if you've done, don't repeat yourself multiple times over.
1: I mean, a lot of rappers are secure the bag out of being one-dimensional. I won't mention the names, but. Well.
0: Some do, some do. But Trust it... me,
1: 6 9 secured a major bag. I know you don't like him, but...
0: Yes, never secured... mention that Rainbowhead fuck on this podcast again, shall we?
1: <laughs> okay, Lil' Pom secured a massive bag. Oh yeah. gang.
0: Well, yeah, because he's a one-hit wonder.
1: What else did?
0: Lil' Zam, You could say that about the majority of these guys. Lil' Zam with Zanarchy. Like, they're all one-hit wonders. They made that one hit, and they've and they've... They flopped when they tried to. Re- they literally do the same thing over and over again. But now they have that one hit. They're gonna make money for the rest of their miserable lives.
1: Oh my, the mouth bags they're gonna make.
0: I just. It's depressing, but I'll hey.
1: I'll ta- basically they're making the bag of being a shit talent really.
0: Yeah. I'll
1: be talentless.
0: Yeah, us the Kardashians, they know all about that. Then again, even even they have like really really good business sense. I can't even lie, like phenomenal business sense. But anyways, uh, ha ha, what else? What else is there? Ice Cube. <laughs>
1: what, what what happened with Ice Cube?
0: He um met with uh, members of the Trump administration to discuss the Platinum Plan for Black people, and the Republicans, being the Republicans, pretty much used him at the political pawn. Oh center. my
1: God! Why the fuck would you use a rappers of all people in the political campaign?
0: Why? No, no, but no. Firstly, both sides of the coin do this. Both types of politicians do this. Where like, if they, yeah, celebrities even mention them in something, they suddenly will act like, oh, they're with us, they stand with us, when well, that actually might not be the case. Which is literally what happened with Ice Cube, right? So, Ice Cube had to come out and be like, I never supported Donald Trump, but people were really trying to cancel ice cube with the guy that gave you the ultimate like police brutality like riot song and fuck the police with the nwa the guy that for many fucking years has stood up against this kind of bullshit like excuse me but you have to meet with the other side to see change and whilst i don't agree with the timing and i don't entirely understand why you meet with someone days before they're trying to like stay in their position of power I understand where he's coming from. Although... Although his timing was piss poor, the fact is, you should, like... We should actively want to have these conversations, even if the other side doesn't understand you or refuses to be ignorant. Or chooses to be ignorant, sorry. You should still have to have these conversations. That's the only way you'll see progress.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah, fucking internet. Cancel Ice Cube. Well... Enjoy trying to enjoy trying to protest when you don't have f the police to go along to. Cool. You know what? with this episode. I'm I'm. <laughs> I'm
1: not a sad episode.
0: <laughs> f this fucking virus. <laughs> Just fuck this virus, honestly. We will see about it. Anything else going on? Anything else going on that I actually care about? Hold up. Checking the BBC, anything going on that I actually care about?
1: Oi, I mean, coming back to the virus yeah. I, I've got some words for Mr. Uh, Mark, Matt Hancock, mm-hmm. who basically has just told great, Greater Manchester MPs that they will get only a 22 million pound package.
0: That's so useless for a whole... That's, uh, Im-
1: imagine, that's 8 pounds per one, pe- per one person.
0: For the third biggest, like the, probably like the top three biggest cities in the UK,
1: and the major part of
0: the UK's economy. Twenty-two million. That's wild. That's low. That is wildly low. I,
1: I could get signed by a Premier League team in in this day's market for for this amount of money. Yeah. Let alone given given to the given to the local authority who is just going to. Day three lockdown where they need support businesses. Yeah, it's fucking wild. That's just disgusting in my opinion. How people from the Manchester were, were treated by this? Like, I don't understand this.
0: Yeah, it's absolutely fucked. Do you know what else? 22 pupils sent home are in half of England in half of England's secondary schools due to COVID-19.
1: Oh god.
0: Wait, how are you sending home basically half the secondary school kids in the UK? And, like, you're barely doing anything to actually help this problem. You're telling us all to social distance and all this stuff, which is all well and good. But I'm sorry, they need to make these fines higher, man. Because you keep sending these kids out, but there's no, there's nothing there for their mental health. There's nothing there to let the smart kids know that you can still do your exams. There's nothing there to help the kids out who are, I don't know, about to go to college, about to go to university. Possibly thinking of doing A-levels. Like, their mental health is going to go down the fucking drain because their education for the most important years of their life right now are being is being mucked thrown around.
1: Thrown under the bus.
0: Yeah, pretty much thrown under the bus. And what what's there for them? Like, you're telling them that their exams won't happen. So they worked for X amount of years in secondary school only for these exams not to happen. If I was a smart-ass kid... Just
1: thought, then, for nothing.
0: If I was a smart ass kid, surprisingly, I wasn't in school, but like, if I was a kid that works his ass off and was going to be predicted like A star, A star, A star, I don't want to leave my grades to some bullshit algorithm. Then it happened like this year as
1: well. Yeah, yeah. it happened
0: this year. It happened this like for the first years or the people who like got A level results this year. It happened this year for them, and a lot of them were pissed off because a lot of these people are predicted top tier grades and they end up getting average to below average grades meaning that you have kids who really should be going to some of the best universities in England yeah, going Matt, to Matt,
1: ones. I, I genuinely feel for those who are planning to go to Cambridge or Oxford and, and getting these, these grades ruined like
0: and to be fair like these algorithms and that shit they're kind of biased too because when they first came out It basically fucked over kids that didn't go to, like, an Eton or, like, an elite kind of school. Like, the kind of school the prime minister in that one, too. Like, an elite, posh kind of school. Those kind of areas, those kind of kids got good grades. Like, they got the A-stars and all that. But majority of the kids went to average schools or schools that won, like, of a particular class. A lot of these kids got fucked at least, according to the twisted reactions of happened that happened last year. So, if I'm a kid who's about to do these same exams in these same climate this year, I'm fucking panicking. Like your life could be over. I mean, like your life plans could be ruined without you having, without you doing anything wrong.
1: I feel for them, like.
0: Yeah, I know none of them probably listen, would listen to this podcast, but if I was in their shoes, I'd be fucking crying I would my be, eyes out.
1: I would be livid.
0: Trust me. What else happened? What else happened? Checking the BBC. Uh, what else? Nothing, really. Yeah, no, other than code stories. Okay, I understand what the media can continuously go on about COVID because literally everything else is shut down to where nothing else worth talking about is really happening. Like, how can one of the news stories on your front page be, my Asian family finally accept my black boyfriend? If That is
1: just stupid.
0: I'm like, okay, that's an interesting story, but that's not front page. That's like towards the end. But it's because nothing else is going on that's on the front page of like, the BBC of all places. Granted, I still have to scroll down to find it, but it's on the front page.
1: There's nothing really happened this week.
0: Nothing really. Generally. Melania Trump pulls out, pulled out of a rally as a COVID cough still lingers. Well, what do you expect? <laughs> what oh, else is mean, there?
1: genuinely absolutely nothing.
0: Yeah, there's legitimately nothing else I could care about fuck this virus I think we should wrap up this podcast well yeah we should do we should wrap up because
1: there's nothing to talk about really
0: yeah there is not
1: again glad you listened till the end of it which generally yeah it has just been depressing really Mm -hmm. this has been Martinez this has been Paul Thank you for those who have listened and uh, we shall see you guys next week. Hopefully. Take care of
0: take care of yourself, take care of other people, support yeah. creators and anyone who has any kind of interest that they're trying to like promote. Also, please make sure to share our podcast, leave a like on our podcast, and make sure that like we get some love too, because Lord knows I can use it. <laughs>